0: Finally, a wrestling podcast that doesn't cover just show reviews and news updates. Tired of the same old, same old? Well, lucky you, because this is the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. With your hosts, Dustin and Chriselle, hitting you hard with the entertaining content that you want. Tower rankings. Power rankings. Awards. Awards. Rants. Rants. And highlights. It's all here for your enjoyment, but let's not waste any more time. It's time for the main event of your day.
1: Hello, welcome back, everybody. You're now listening to episode 19 of the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sell and
2: I'm Dustin. What's up, everybody?
1: Welcome back, or welcome new listeners. We've seen an influx of new people. So welcome if you're new. Welcome to the Unexpected family. We're back to our regular scheduled program, with the exception of one award missing, but that's all right. We got our awards for you this week. We're going to be covering you know, Raw and SmackDown of the week, giving you guys awards, catching guys up on the power rankings. But before we get into that, how are you feeling, Dustin?
2: You know, I'm feeling feeling good. I'm feeling great. We're back to our regular schedule programming for now, but you know the holiday season is fast, fast approaching, so we'll have a lot more special episodes coming you guys way and it seems as though you all love our special episodes the Predicting the WrestleMania card episode and show that we did was really successful horse. and we've seen that carry over to our most recent episode. So I'm really excited to get back to the regular schedule programming, but I'm excited for whatever we end up doing here on the show.
1: And if you haven't listened yet, go ahead and go back and watch that even though maybe some of our predictions are no longer with the company we know <laughs> but that's beyond the point uh, on some lighter note our giveaway for a $50 e-gift card to the WWE shop is still available so make sure you guys go to our Instagram page and join that because it will close on Tuesday
2: yes make sure you entered the giveaway like Chriselle said $50.50 five, we see a lot of you liking it but not a lot well I'm not even gonna say not a lot a good amount of you have actually entered the giveaway but come on guys We're giving you something for free. I'm not going to beg you to take something for free from me. But enter the giveaway. You can't win if you don't enter. $50 e-gift card. You don't have to give us your address if you win or anything like that. All we'll end up needing is an email. And like she said, that thing closes on Tuesday. So this is the last time you'll hear us mention it. So. Make sure you enter.
1: And the last little bit of housekeeping, make sure that you guys have subscribed to the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. And also, don't forget to throw on the notifications for our Instagram and Twitter so that you guys get a notification every time we post something new. And that way, you guys can stay up to date on all our information and all the reels that we post.
2: Yeah, stay updated with us. We got something coming out, something being posted on the page Six out of seven days out of the week, something is being posted, whether it's our power rankings, whether it's a reel, a video of some sort, Chriselle does Women Wrestler Wednesdays, you know, an episode advertisement, something is being posted every single day on our Instagram and we live tweet on Twitter so you guys can live tweet with us. On Twitter. Just hit us with the follow. We would love to see you all there.
1: But with that being said, we can move right into our awards. Let's
2: get it rocking. Regular scheduled programming, the awards, awards, awards.
1: And you know, that means we have to start off with the best match award because that's just tradition at this point.
2: Good vibes. Good vibes to start. Always start on a high.
1: All right. For this week, we got two nominees. We got Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn. And then we have a six women tag match, which was Naomi, Sasha Banks, Aaliyah, versus Natalia shotzi and Baszler. go ahead Dustin let me know where you're wrong at
2: well no um so I find this week pretty interesting there were no matches this week that were like banger material where I'm like wow I'm I'm gonna remember that come the end of the year but Overall, I feel like it was one of the more consistent weeks. You know, I feel like this week was more consistently average than most weeks, which isn't bad. I'm not asking for a 10 star match every single week and a one star match every week. Mm-hmm. Um, with so that's my props to both matches. If I had to lean into one personally, I think I'm going Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy, and my reasoning for that is it wasn't the best match of all time. They've had better matches. That latter match they had, the I think it was last year involving AJ Styles, was fantastic. But what made this match for me was the crowd. Jeff Hardy was so over with the crowd. I mean, he blinked and they were chanting, Hardy, Hardy, (laughs) Hardy. I'm like, my goodness. And for me, a great wrestling crowd can take an average match and make it fantastic. And Sami Zayn and Jeff Hardy had a good one. Jeff hit the twist of fate, hit a swanton bomb, a whisper in the wind. Sami Zayn was trying to cheat, doing his Sami Zayn thing. But I feel like the crowd put it over the top. But then you add the element of the match where it was for a spot on the Survivor Series team, to maintain your spot on the Survivor Series team. And we can get into how dumb this whole Survivor Series rollout and buildup has been. But Sami Zayn being kicked off the team, I think that's perfect. I think that is perfect for his character like the conspiracy theory now he's even gonna play even more into his conspiracies i think it's really fun and the crowd was so hot for jeff hardy i think it makes it awesome but the six woman tag was really good don't get me wrong but if i'm picking one i'm actually going sammy versus jeff
1: You yeah, know, you're a little persuasive because i'm going in with preferring the six women tag match it was good
2: it was good i didn't like
1: the beginning of smackdown where like it was just, what? The, just the the coexist mania starting oh of, yeah
2: yeah yeah That was they're
1: good. all on the same team for survivor series but none of them like each other.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: But like how Naomi came out and was ready to swing hands immediately because she's not even on the team.
2: It makes sense.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I enjoyed that match for the sole fact that aliyah finally got her debut on SmackDown, right, right? Which we'll talk about more later. But I was really scared for two seconds that she was going to be the one to get pinned, and I was like, "Wow, another like call up that just." Why would you do that? Should she would have been the
2: easy. She would have been the most obvious one. You know mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah.
1: But then she was. But role reversal. She was the one that ended up pinning Natalia, which obviously on social media people are upset with any way that a match ends, and people are like, oh, how do you have a rookie? pinned such a seasoned veteran like natalia I'm like that is the only one that it made the most sense because naomi has her own beef going on with shayna you don't get her pinned by somebody else like it you don't make her like just yeah. natalia's
2: her... not doing anything
1: exactly there's no reason for that sasha to get pinned that's not happening. that's not happening
2: shot she's not getting pinned no So natalia you have to look at it like this Natalia's the only one literally not doing anything so it makes sense it was gonna be either her or Aliyah who yeah. got pinned
1: And I'm glad that it was Natalia. Because, again, she doesn't need that.
2: Natalia losing doesn't mean anything. You know, like, I I always say on here, I've said on the pod before, that so-and-so is bulletproof. Natalia's kind of bulletproof in her own way. Like, not on the level of, like, oh, she's one of the GOATs, so she's bulletproof. But kind of just, like, I feel like no matter what you do with Natalia, it doesn't matter. She could win the women's championship tomorrow. And I don't think it would really matter, if that makes any sense, you know?
1: She's a solid character to keep around. Yeah, regardless. yeah, she's a
2: good set of hands. She's a great set of hands. I would never deny that. So yeah, the six women tag was really good. I did like how Aaliyah mm-hmm. won the match. I liked how she got the pin. It was a roll-up. I mean, you can argue it was a roll-up to stand the third, but Aaliyah got a good win.
1: But regardless, like in the match, Aaliyah's showcase, like, her first entrance into the ring was like a little shaky, but for the most part, she wasn't bad. She was no, no, she wasn't not necessarily move eyes, but she was just getting stomped on. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, 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 but uh, no, she, overall, she did really good, and it was a woman's match that we've been waiting for that isn't two minutes long.
2: Well, and also, I was gonna say, and we're not covering it in terms of an award or anything, but I do want to give WWE a, a W or a win here. Now, we do not applaud fish for swimming. However, I have to acknowledge it. We're getting women's feuds that don't revolve around the title. And I have said before, can we get a women's feud that doesn't revolve around the title? There's too many women just sitting back and doing nothing. Look, you got Shotzi and Sasha going at it, and that doesn't involve a title right now. You got Naomi and Shayna going at it. That doesn't involve a title. Maybe Aaliyah will get involved somehow. It seems as if we're going to get Dewdrop and Bianca Belair. Having a feud of some sort going on. I'm just really happy that we're getting women's feuds that don't revolve around titles. I just had to say that. Because I know we may not address it in the pod today. But I really had to say that. I'm really happy we're getting those things. But which one are you going with? You said I was persuasive. I really... The crowd made me love the Sammy and Jeff match. I I liked the women's six man tag or six women tag excuse me
1: you were persuasive but i think i persuaded myself further into enjoying the six women tag match only for everything i said and everything that that match stood for was it for something at the end not necessarily but a good showcasing a long women's match feuds within the like the match i understand so i'm i'm going the six women tag match because it is my week of hosting i get i mean i'm
2: not really gonna argue it like i said this was an Average match week. There was no match that set me on fire this week, but there were consistent matches, even on Raw, but nothing that we felt like nominating. So I'm fine with the six women tag match, but yo, Norfolk, Virginia, SmackDown last night, y'all were going crazy. Y'all were hot. Y'all made me love SmackDown last night. Y'all enhanced it so much. So shout out to y'all in Norfolk, Virginia. If anybody out there is listening or you are a SmackDown, shout out to you.
1: Now moving into the Drip Award. Now we got Roman Reigns. With the crown, slash, you know, a little moment with the red glove. The whole combination was nice. And we had Naomi in her classic green, but she had glow kind of written in her, like, pants on both sides. It just looked really nice. And I just had to at least mention that one. Yeah. What are you going, Dustin?
2: Uh, Roman Reigns with the crown for 500 please. please. <laughs> um, no, Roman. Look- it- It's another week where
1: I feel like this was just an average
2: week of everything. Like, there were no standouts in terms of outfits for me. I didn't like what Charlotte was wearing this week. I hated what Seth Rollins was wearing. He looked like Paddington Bear. He looked terrible. I didn't like Becky's over-the-top fit that she had on. All of the ring gear was kind of consistent with what we've seen Um, I low-key, now I'm not the biggest on, like, stars and stripes and red, white, and blue and stuff in terms of, like, outfits and stuff, but I did like Sasha's fit for what it kind of, like, the meaning of, like, Veterans Day was yesterday, so it kind of made sense, like, it was on, she had on-topic gear, and I do like, I like on-topic gear because it's like, oh, that was, that, I see what you're doing there, so I do enjoy that, so shout out to Sasha Banks, but for me, it's got to be Roman Reigns with the crown easily, I mean- he looked dope with the crown, and it looked good on him. It fit his big head. So,
1: and I was honestly just about to say that I was surprised that you didn't nominate Sasha Banks because you always seem to nominate Sasha Banks when it when she at least makes some time on screen.
2: Yeah, I mean, I love Sasha's fit. I think Sa- Sasha Banks is awesome, man. I love her fits. I really like her fits. And I did, like I said, I liked her ring gear, but it didn't set the world on fire for me to be like,
1: I almost think that it it might have been a little bit too. Com- competitive because there was a lot of drip in the six women tag match like if each individual woman looked amazing but when you throw them all together it's kind of hard to be like oh you stand out more than someone else
2: so that's funny uh I remember what Sasha was wearing I think Aaliyah wore like a blue type thing that was cool that's it though I don't remember anything else and that's not me crapping on anyone I just don't remember
1: I think I just really like uh Shotzi's green pigtails with like the stripes that was cool
2: Shots is a star, man. If they do the right thing with her, she's a star. Absolutely, she's a star. But where are we going? I mean, I this is a, this is a it's an average week. <laughs> it's an average week, and I mean that happens. Not every week's gonna be burning with nominees and everything.
1: I'm going Roman and the Crown only because before that he got the crown on his head. We were talking about how we don't really we're not big fans on Roman Reigns like red glove or like the gold glove, like we could do without it. But then, you know, when you threw the red glove with the crown, I was like, oh, these uh these accents are really popping. Yeah. yeah I, Doing I, something for me there.
2: Yeah, I'll take Roman with the crown. I'm sorry, Naomi. I love Naomi. I think her gear is really awesome because it's like highlighter and everything and glow and this, that, and the other. But I'm being honest, like I don't remember what the heck she had on. <laughs> like And that's not me crapping on her. Like you said, you feel like she kind of may have got lost in the shuffle of the the six-woman tag. There's just too much drip. She was lost in the sauce. (laughs) Lost in the sauce. So, Roman Reigns with the crown can easily take this one from me.
1: Yep. Now, this week, we have a special award because this needs to be talked about. This week, we have a special award called the Evil Official Award. Now, that's for an official that is either abusing their power in an evil way or just did a wrestler dirty for no reason. No reason that we can understand. So this week, both Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville are nominated. Sonya, after Aaliyah gets her debut on SmackDown and comes out victorious, she got the pin is, hey, how long have you known Naomi? Oh, actually, you're off the team. For what reason? No one knows. Number one
2: (laughs) hater alert.
1: Who's going to be re- her replacement? We don't know. All we know is, oh, how, oh, you're associated with Naomi? Y'all seem like your friends? Good enough for you to be off the team. Now, Adam had set it up that he had news for Rey Mysterio. And somehow that news to Rey Mysterio ended up directed to Dominic Mysterio. And he was told, hey, you're the only one that hasn't been a WWE champion. So you're going to be off the team unless you, you can beat the person that comes out next. And who else comes out? Bobby. Bobby Lashley. Now, in what world does Dominic Mysterio have a chance against Bobby Lashley, let alone on the random? So,
2: it's kind of wild. So, if we're going, who was worse? Sonya for killing dreams? Or Adam Pearce for feeding Dominic to the wolves? I think what Adam Pearce did was way worse than what Sonya did. Sonya was, like, prime hater stuff. Like, Sonya was just being a hater. But Adam Pearce set that boy up to die. (laughs) Like... Bobby Lashley came out and he demolished Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> like someone was like, "Bobby Lashley's new gimmick is destroying children." <laughs> so I was laughing at that. But I think Adam Pearce was way worse. There's a difference between hating and just setting somebody up to die. Like I'm sorry, I'd rather you hate on me than send me out to the wolves to get killed. So I think Adam Pearce was way worse.
1: Yeah, because he could have just t- taken Dominic off off the. Right. Team. He said, he he said "You know- gotta go beat him." How am I? going to be him like that's what
2: like that's like you 5 foot 5 and someone's like go beat this MMA fighter who's 6 foot 2 and fights in the heavyweight division excuse
1: me but then but then if you think about it Aliyah's the only one that hasn't had the opportunity to fight for her spot because with Sami Zayn and jeff hardy they had to fight each other for their like to keep their spot Aaliyah just won a match came out, was like nope you're out well that's what i'm saying though like that's
2: hating bro but i'm sorry i'd rather you hate on me than set me up to die like i'm sorry without
1: a chance though
2: i'd rather i'd rather you hate on me if i know it's a situation i'm not gonna win let's be real here was there anybody on the planet outside of Dominic Mysterio himself that may have even had a realm of thought that he could beat Bobby Lashley?
1: Ray's a good father, so he probably Ray Mysterio him.
2: did not think Dom had a chance. Stop it! <laughs> like, <laughs> Ray Mysterio was like, "Man, that's crazy, son. I'll see you in the back." <laughs> like, Ray Ray wasn't with that, and I love Ray Mysterio. Adam Pearce is terrible. He's a horrible human being because there's no way you can justify. Hmm, I could just take him off the team, but nah, nah, nah. Let's have him fight for his spot against Bobby Lashley. You didn't say, Hey Dom, go fight against Sammy Zayn or go fight against, I don't know, Jinder Mahal or I don't know anybody else on the He's roster. Anybody else. <laughs> there's, there's maybe one or two people that I'd be like, yeah, they're worse than Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like Bobby Lashley is a killer. I'm good. Adam Pierce is terrible.
1: No, I agree. I think we can we can safely give the evil official award to Adam Pierce this week. Sonia be in competition for it all the all the time by herself. Sonya's a hater. Sonia's a, a she gets a hater award.
2: Yeah, she just be hating, bro. She just like you ever met someone who just be hating on you for no reason? That's Sonya Deville. Dang, Naomi's
1: here. Hate him.
2: Time to heat up the hating. Time to heat up the hate.
1: Now, I think Bobby's whole gimmick now is just like screw them kids because he's he, just he, beating he beat, children. He beat up Goldberg son. That's now he saying. beat a Ray Ray Mysterio son. This is like, mad. Get just, this mad. Get he, this mad. He's he's just
2: beating children, bro. That's his whole gimmick.
1: Now moving on to the unexpected award, our award, our very special familiar award. We
2: made it up. It is the best award ever. You heard of Oscars? You heard of Emmys? You heard of Grammys? You heard of I don't know any other awards? You heard of Super Bowl trophies? The VMAs? NBAs? Awards, Kids' Choice Awards. You know, we might not be able to compete with the Kids' Choice Awards. That
1: was, that one's was sick.
2: Yeah, them, they used to give the blips. Do they still do the blips? Hell
1: yeah, they do. They do the
2: blips? Yeah. Those are tough. Okay, I'm sorry. I got distracted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's the unexpected award. We got one nominee this week. Kind of touched on it already. It is the return of Bobby Lashley. But also just the fact that out of all the people that could have come out for Dominic's defense match, it was Bobby Lashley.
2: I love me some Bobby Lashley. I like that he went away for a little bit, gave him a little break. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And the reason I like Bobby Lashley is because he's in that vein of like, he lets his fist do the talking in a way sometimes. And I feel like that's kind of missing in modern day WWE. That guy who's just like, yeah, I'm going to show up and just fight and beat you up and then leave. Like, I don't think there's a lot of people like that these days. And I also like the big brute who has the manager that does all the talking for him. Because let's not forget, MVP was back this week too. MVP's been gone. So I like it. I love it. I'm glad Bobby's back. And it was unexpected to me when he came out because I was like, oh okay, so Dom's going to have to defend this spot, I guess, whatever. And once they said he's going to have to defend, I automatically knew that Dom was losing. For some reason, my brain didn't click to like Bobby Lashley. I was thinking like, I don't even know who to think of. Like, I, I don't know who was going to pop out. Maybe like Brock Lesnar or something. I don't know. Because he was suspended <laughs> from SmackDown. I don't know. But when Bobby came out, I was like, oh, okay, I, I can get with this. I can get with this.
1: And it's funny. I saw it from a different perspective. I saw it as on Twitter, they've been rumoring that the split between Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio is going to happen. So I was like, I think it's about that time that you start building up Dominic. As an individual person, so maybe somebody will come out. It'll be an easy dub. Dominic's gonna, you know, that's funny.
2: I thought he had no chance and immediately. Then, and
1: then Bobby comes out. Shoo, that's out the window immediately.
2: Yeah, there was no way. Once that's Adam not who Pierce... I, I did
1: not think that was gonna be who came out at all.
2: No, like I said, like I was trying to think of like people who would be out there, and Bobby never crossed my mind. It was just like if you can defending against this man, and I was like, okay, well, who the heck is coming out Finn? here? <laughs> Look, and then like no, but then I was like Finn Balor. But then I was like, Finn Balor's already in. Kevin Owens already in. Seth Rollins already in. Like, who the heck is going to, you know, get thrown into this match? I was like, maybe like Otis or something. I couldn't think of anyone. Then when Bobby came out, like I said, I was like, oh, Bobby's back. That's cool. Like, I like me some Bobby Lashley. I was thinking maybe AJ Styles, possibly. Because, you know, AJ's been gone for like one or two weeks. But it was like, okay. AJ is one of the people that always stays on the mind, low key. Like, he's always on your mind at some point. But Bobby, like, disappeared completely from my brain. So when he came out, I was like,
1: sheesh. R.I.P. Dominic, immediately.
2: Yeah. So. That Ray and Dominic feud is coming, so we'll see how they build to it.
1: Who got dragged worse, Kofi or Dominic in the ring?
2: Oh, nah, Kofi got obliterated. Yeah, okay. Nah, I, that, I, that I, Kofi massacre was terrible. I know
1: that you're usually biased a bit, so I was like, oh, maybe I think he might be nah. a little blind to what really happened. Dominic held it a little bit better than I thought he was going to.
2: Nah, I love me some Kofi, too. You know, I love the New Day. I've said it many times, all three of them. I like them all, love them all equally. But nah, Kofi got dragged. I don't remember Kofi getting any offense in, in that match. He may have got a couple the kicks first, in. first, like, 20
1: seconds seconds. seconds, and then it was all downhill Yeah, there. But it was
2: about 10 to 15 minutes of a pure beating. Drag. He
1: beat beat him.
2: It was actually ugly. Like, he beat the mess out of him. So, it is what it is. Bobby Lashley, the killer, is back. I'm interested to see, because he's on the Survivor Series team. I'm interested to see what they do with him, because I don't feel like you can throw him in the title feud with Big E right away. If you're gonna go back to Big E versus Bobby, I personally prefer you hold off a little bit more, or like, wait a little longer for it. But, what do you think they do with Bobby? Where does he go? He
1: keeps... the other entertaining factors because at some point they're gonna run out of stuff to do because right now they're slowing down the Big E versus Seth Rollins by throwing KO so it's Big E KO Seth Seth Rollins but
2: then Finn Balor is gonna get thrown in there at some point you have to think right
1: yeah so but then at that point what do you do with Seth Rollins what do you do with KO and that's but then you also have Apollo so there's
2: well Apollo's going after Priest so do you say Bobby goes after Priest does Bobby get demoted like that I don't think that makes much sense but then again I would love a Bobby Lashley versus Damian Priest match. It would be super physical, it'd be fun. So, I'm interested. I I can't even lie. Like I'm really interested to see what they do with Bobby. As long as he doesn't go after Biggie, I'm actually fine.
1: And he can go like I don't know if it's necessarily a demotion to no. you know, go to the American title, but the US title. Sorry. sorry you said yeah, the, the American, American title. America. America. <laughs> the US title because you can have a slight feud going on there. Maybe he gets the Buffalo, maybe he doesn't, or maybe he just does it to just like, hey, I'm a strong guy, but also you elevate the title with, Yeah. I don't think yeah. he br- I don't think he br- Brings Bobby Lashley down, I think it elevates the title.
2: Yeah, and uh, well, that's always something I say too. When you put main event level talent, such as maybe a Seth Rollins, a Finn Balor, a Bobby Lashley, a Big E, and you throw them with those mid card title belts, it does elevate the title. I think it would be a really good notch in Damian Priest's belt too if he got a couple wins, one or two wins over Bobby Lashley defending that title. Because Bobby Lashley is one of the people where I'm like, he's kind of bulletproof at this point. He was champion for like almost six months. You let it be like he's beating the likes of Drew McIntyre. He's beaten Xavier Woods. He's beaten Kofi Kingston. He's been in the ring with Big E and Roman Reigns and them. So I'm interested to see what they do with Bobby. I would love a Bobby Lashley and Damian Priest more than I would a Priest and Apollo feud. Yeah, I don't which care which is for where Apollo. they're going.
1: But also with with Bobby Lashley and not just Bobby Lashley, but like you said, those bulletproof wrestlers, they're hard to book because then it's
2: they are hard to book. Because yeah. you,
1: what do you take away their bulletproofness with? Someone, yeah, because you some, have to be careful. You have to. With,
2: you have to be careful with
1: someone like Bobby. He can step down a little bit. He's just a massive dude that. If he if the coin starts flipping, he starts winning again after some losses. Who's really checking that? It's like, you know what? He was just down bad. It's all right. Well,
2: but that's what I'm saying though. You can't take someone like Bobby Lashley though and be like, go lose nine times in a row. Because then I feel like the bulletproof factor does fade. That's right That does fade. Like, even like someone like Seth Rollins, who I say is one of the most bulletproof people, where it doesn't really matter what you do with him, you can't have him get beat eight, nine times in a row. And then I'd be like, Oh, it's okay. Cause I feel like they kind of did that with Bianca, to be fair. Bianca Drew was, Drew was losing matches. Bianca, like you, you take Bianca. She was hot on top of the world. She loses to Becky. She lost a bunch of matches in a row, and now the shine is a little bit off of her in terms of that, like oh, that bulletproof, oh, that she's on the top of the world type of thing. You know, it's interesting to see. So we'll have to see what they do with it. But I'm interested in Bobby.
1: Okay, that's fair. Now it's top six, top six, top six, top six.
2: One, two, three, four, five, six.
1: We got six more things to cover before we end the episode.
2: One, two, three, four, five, six.
1: Good job, Dustin. I'm glad you can count. I think that's gonna. I think
2: it's gonna. be my new thing like you say top six i'm just gonna be like one two three four five six and just count it out because it helps
1: that is a master's degree in the working ladies and gentlemen
2: yeah i didn't get my master's in anything math related
1: that's me Disney. yeah exactly but all right go ahead dustin kick us off
2: well 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 as you all know we do the power rankings and at number six we have a new person once again at that number six spot and it is live morgan i think this is actually her first time officially making our power ranking so shout out to you live morgan clap 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 clap
1: clap 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 clap
2: Shout out Liv Morgan making the list. She won that, what was it, a five-woman match to become the number one contender for Becky Lynch's title. Now, will she beat Becky Lynch in the near future? I do not think so. However, look, anytime you can win a five-woman contenders match, we did the same thing with Seth Rollins in that ladder match. I think you've earned the right to either be on the edge of the list or you at least jump in. And Liv Morgan jumps in. Damian Priest falls out after not doing anything. When you're in that sixth spot and you don't do anything, sorry, buddy.
1: It's a revolving door.
2: Yeah, and we don't want it to be a door. Shout out to anyone out there thinking, we don't want it to be a revolving door at that number six spot. But that's the cards are being dealt right now. So Liv Morgan at number six. Give me number five. I
1: want to see more competition up top. That's what I, I think. Yeah, that uh, up
2: top has been I locked, man. I
1: need our top to move. But at number five, we have Becky Lynch. She has moved down a spot. She didn't really. She not do anything. She didn't do anything. There's nothing to It applaud. was an average week. <laughs> nothing to applaud. Nothing, you know, she just dressed up. She talked a little smack and that was about it. What were your
2: thoughts on her dress up real quick? Yes, I, no, maybe so. I think
1: It's funny. I saw it and I knew it was something that you wouldn't like I hated it oh, I knew man. it was something that you wouldn't like but I thought it was cute wow but it was cute wow was cute. our
2: taste and fashion are just so different well
1: I mean obviously I wouldn't say wear that out to the movies but like for you know being... who would
2: wear that out to the movies <laughs> Who would be like ah movie time
1: like no, no, people wear heels to the movies to each their own I don't
2: know oh my goodness whatever number four we have her husband and Paddington Bear himself Seth Rollins <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins goes to number four. He jumps up. I mean, he got a count-out victory, so we're not really bumping him because of that. But at the end of the day, the official records will show that he got a victory, and he did something, as opposed to Becky, who did nothing. So it Seth like, moves up one.
1: And it wasn't like he got dragged in that match either. No, it, it
2: was a competitive match. I mean, we very well technically could have put KO in here, to be honest. But we're going to go Seth Rollins at number four.
1: And at number three, we got King Woods.
2: King Woods. Aw, oh, that must be fat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even though he... He got stomped out by the Usos, which wasn't fair. He didn't have
2: his mans with him. He didn't have, have mans, so it's not
1: it's not his fault per se. But he is still hot, and I I don't think that doesn't diminish him at all as royalty. No,
2: nah, and I mean he, he you could argue he had Roman beat after that elbow drop. You could you could argue he had Roman beat. So at the end of the day, he doesn't get the win, but he looked good. He had a good match. So I agree at number three. And at number two, I mean, we can just do two and one here all in one. Number two, Roman Reigns. And Big E. And Big E's at number one. No change. The top three remains unchanged. Roman stays at number two because he had his match with Woods. You know, he lost one, whatever you want to say. It was a disqualification. and It is what it is. But then you look at Big E, and Big E got a good W. I mean, he beat Chad Gable in actually a pretty good match. It was. Chad Gable needs more TV time. That's my petition to get Chad Gable on TV more.
1: Let's separate him from Otis.
2: I mean, Chad Gable... Gable hasn't missed. That Finn Balor match the other week, we didn't do our awards, but I'm gonna be honest, that would have been at least a nominee because him and Finn Balor were tearing it up. And then Chad Gable has a good match with Big E. Chad Gable can wrestle, man. He can wrestle, so.
1: And he's very safe in the ring. He's he's annoying. Like, his gimmick is annoying, but it's right. the right kind of annoying. Exactly. I'd love to kind of be annoyed by him, but he's really great in the ring and he's entertaining. I yeah. don't like him with Otis, and I think that's why I don't like when they're on the TV, but it's not that's on That's fair.
2: Chad. Yeah, that's fair. Chad Gable's really talented. I, I enjoy chad gable in ring so hopefully look raw is a three-hour show so continue to give chad gable at least a match a week he doesn't have to win he doesn't have to lose just give him one match a week and it doesn't have to be against your highest profile stars just let him showcase his wrestling ability
1: absolutely now before we close the show i do have one question now that we've gotten a few episodes of raw and a few episodes of smackdown Mm -hmm. how do you think the quality has changed since the draft
2: oh man well that's an interesting question um (laughs) you kind of sprung that on me um if I'm being honest, I think Raw's quality has definitely improved. I think st- SmackDown has stayed where it was. I don't think I, I don't think SmackDown has taken a dip in quality. If I'm being honest, um, because I feel as though so I don't think SmackDown has taken a dip in quality because it's felt fresh in terms of the faces we're seeing, we're seeing Shotzi. Charlotte Flair is now there. Sasha Banks has returned. Sasha wasn't on SmackDown a lot. So Sasha Banks is now there. We're getting you know, Drew's open challenge. He didn't have one this week, but Drew's been doing an open challenge. That's been really fun and refreshing. I've enjoyed seeing Mustafa Ali and Ricochet every now and then. So SmackDown has stayed fresh. I wish that... Okay, here's my biggest gripe with SmackDown. Do something with the IC title, please. Because I'm so... I like Boogs. I like Nakamura. Get the belt off of him. I'm so tired of it because they're not doing anything. So that's my biggest problem with SmackDown. And then I think Raw has seen a huge uptick in quality. You have put a lot more stars on there. It's just three hours. I can't I can't hang. I can't hang for the three hours when I got to go to work in the morning. But I think overall, WWE has been better since the draft because it's felt fresh.
1: I think what they're pushing out is more consistent. I don't think Raw and SmackDown are day and night as it used to be.
2: No, no, no. Raw's gotten way I'm better.
1: Way better. Raw's gotten way better.
2: It's and watchable.
1: I think SmackDown hasn't been as exciting in the sense that that's I'm not. Fair. I'm not looking forward to it as much as I used to because it, there's no set thing that's happening. There's a lot of I don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown, but I'm going to watch. It like
2: it feels like a jumbled mess, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And there's like yeah. no
1: organization to it, so I'm not really excited for it. But by the end, after I watched the two hours, I'm like, it was good. Yeah, but it's not like how it used to be. Like, wow, man, I have to watch next week. because yeah. this is what's going to happen. There hasn't or,
2: been anything on SmackDown that's been like, oh man, I I need to tune in next week. It's all just been like, I watch consistently, I'll watch again next week. You know, they haven't turned me off from it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm like, I feel like it's just kind of been stagnant. Like, and like you said, it's not anything organized to it. Maybe they'll get it together after Survivor Series. But like I said, it's the freshness of it all that's kind of kept me engaged engaged and interested. Like, because I'm turning on my TV and I can, I feel as though I'm going to get at least one to two matches I haven't seen before on SmackDown. And Raw, Raw has been pretty fresh. They've had some rematches, but it's felt refreshing. Like Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. They haven't done that in over a year. I can do that. Like, that's fine. You held off for over a year. I can watch that, you know?
1: And mind you, this is our second award show where we didn't have a worse match because things are fresh and we're not like, dang, I don't want to see that. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. So I have to say that, like you said, Raw and SmackDown are not day and night anymore. It's more so like midday versus midday almost because I'm enjoying I'm enjoying both. I'm still enjoying SmackDown a lot more than Raw. And I think that problem is just that Raw is three hours. It's really, really hard to sit there for three hours for me.
1: Let's knock both to two.
2: No, I do two hours of each. If they if Raw was two hours, I think it would be. But
1: sometimes I wish SmackDown was a little bit longer. So like I'm, I definitely. That's funny because
2: I never do. (laughs) Sometimes
1: I do fall into like the the stereotype of wrestling fans are fickle because sometimes I do want something to be a little bit longer with SmackDown. But
2: no, I I understand that. Three hours is a lot. Three hours is a lot. I totally understand. But yeah, we'll see if this freshness persists and they start falling back on the rematches. But I do have to give WWE some credit. It's it's felt like there has been a switch up. Absolutely. And Raw, shout out to Raw. The quality has been better. It's watchable. It's definitely watchable. I'm not wanting to blow my brains out at the end of three hours. Like, this is terrible.
1: It's like, oh, this is not bad. Agreed, agreed. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in this week. We will be back on Wednesday with our wrestlers of the week and a hot topic. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Go follow us on social media. And don't forget, it's the last few days to join the giveaway. $50 on the WWE shop. So go ahead and do that now. And while you're at it, while you're doing everything for the podcast, just drop us a review. Why not?
2: Yeah, leave us a review. Go enter the giveaway. Last time you're going to hear talk about it so go enter if you want a chance at that 50 dollars. we love you thanks for tuning in and the shout out to all of our new listeners we always shout out our consistent ones but shout out the new listeners welcome to the family
1: yes super super welcome there's a like, like i said there's been a lot within the last like week and a half so welcome 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 please stick around we appreciate you welcome to the unexpected family bye peace
2: out
0: listening to the unexpected wrestling podcast with dustin and chris sal thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it leave a review it better be positive and keep up with the podcast on instagram and twitter catch you at the next show